Welcome to The Kimbretta Show, where all things lead back to how to be the best leader of you. Each of our conversations encourage us to love, learn, and lead ourselves and others. Kimbretta is her name, and leadership is her thing. Get ready. It's time to grow. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of The Kicker and the Chase with your girl, Boss Babe, Kimbretta. So excited to have you guys back. We are still heading to the end of my first season. Can't wait. Only got one more mini pod to get out because I totally wanted to get these out to you to make sure we have some nuggets, something quick you can listen to on the way into the office, right? Get your mindset, right? Ready to deal with these toxic leaders and or help them improve. So I'm excited to be sharing another mini pod. Today, we're going to be talking Talking about the very, very ignorant boss whom I refer to as clueless. So let's go ahead. It is time to punch in. We about to go to work. All right. Thou shall not be ignorant, O clueless boss. In a quote. When too many people either ignorantly or intentionally but happily going in the wrong direction... Anyone with a positive reflection and good intention goading them to do introspection for the course correction or right selection of the partner is most likely to be branded by a few or most of them as a negative person. And that is by Anu Sumani. And I'm probably totally screwing up your name and I apologize. But that quote, though long, is really meaty. It's essentially saying everyone can be being ignorant, going in the wrong direction. And the few people that have the courage to speak up, to try and help them avoid making an issue worse, they will be considered negative or combative or the troublemaker at the organization or the company. And I'm sure if you guys are listening to the sound of my voice right now, you just heard that you have either been that person or known someone who was viewed as that person, even though a multitude of people who didn't have the courage to speak up totally agree with the person that was speaking up. It is just unfortunate that the people that needed to listen and take heed were probably clueless as to what your job is, what you do, what it entails, and how to make it better, right? So when the report, when you report to a clueless boss, it gets a little more difficult to shine because this leader truly represents the group. The boss is the boss. We obligatory follow. And when we don't, right? And when they don't know what they're doing, excuse me, it speaks for the entire group. So if someone from the group speaks up, it could sometimes look like they're the bad guy, especially because this boss is typically regarded by most people as a nice person. So we're going to learn a little bit more about this clueless boss. Some of their what I like to call basic sins, because I describe all toxic leaders as serial killers. Right. No greater damage you can do than an actual sin. Right. And so that's how I describe them in my book, Bosses Who Kill. Available everywhere books are sold. (laughs) Non-shameless plug. (laughs) But yeah, so let's dive in and let's get ready to break it down. Because I want to talk about uh, a few of the sins that the clueless boss does so that you guys can totally recognize them. So let's don't go anywhere. We're about to break, but I mean break it down so we can really peel back the layers on this. Okay, so we'll be right back. 
so the basic sins of the clueless boss, right? One, they remain clueless. They remain clueless. That is a sin to walk into an organization or a company or a new team or on a new project, knowing that you don't know a lot about it, although you were given the opportunity by somebody who believed you could make an impact in that situation or um, shake things up for the better. And you just decide, well, I already got the title, so why learn the job, right? So one of the the number one sin of a clueless boss is they remain clueless. You may have been given a leadership opportunity because of who you know or the type of degree you have, but to remain clueless once in a leadership role is just criminal. Criminal. Criminal indeed, okay? That's just not okay. It is your responsibility as someone in a leadership role, if you know that you don't know that job, Regardless of the reason why you got it, it is your responsibility to get busy, honey, that first 90 days and you need to be learning how it works. You don't need to be worrying about writing nobody up. You don't need to be worrying about teaching and coaching nobody. You don't need to be worrying about coming up with a new idea. You need to learn how it has been working. What has not been working? What do we do here? What is the bottom line? What makes us money? What could cost us money? You need to be in straight student mode, okay? Number two sin of a clueless boss. They refuse to make decisions. Some bad boss types who are incompetent refuse to make any decisions at all or make ones without doing any research. Either way, it leads to chaos in the workplace. The lack of courage to make a decision can lead to dissension amongst everyone. First your team and then that dissension just grows, right? And it just reaches out. All because you, you clueless boss, also have no courage, right? Number three, sin of the coolest boss. They fail to provide clear direction. It proves true that it's a little difficult to provide clear direction when you don't know what direction to go, right? So this is a sin that happens as a result of this boss not taking initiative to learn, learn the things that they don't know. I mean, how difficult is this, people? I get it. You got a master's degree. It's your uncle knows the CEO or whatever. But what does that have to do with you coming in, showing up, learning what is supposed to be being done, learning what we have been doing, and then collectively coming together with the team that you've been given and saying, you know what, how can we make things better around here? How can we get more done more effectively? Um, You know, maybe in less time, you know what I'm saying? Using the people around you as a team effort and work that thing out. Okay. Number four, sin of a clueless boss, trying to become friends with employees who report to you. Now, this bad boss does this in hopes of gaining what I call a shadow boss. And someone else has probably called that, too. But I'm throwing my air quotes here. Shadow boss. So a clueless boss who will casually bring up issues so that they can use their responses or ideas, not to mention the conflict of interest of developing such a relationship with a subordinate. So you'll see some of them that come in. They know they've been given this role. They know that they don't know a thing about it. So they'll try to befriend certain 
staff members, particularly the ones that they've heard have been there a while, know their way around. And they just bring up issues and conversation. But it's really manipulative because they really are just going to take what you said and use it in their next meeting or whatever, because they just don't want to dig in and do the work that is required to learn the job for themselves. Fifth and final sin um, of the clueless boss. And don't get me wrong, there could be several others. Look, from our book, I, I just wrote about five for each toxic personality. Okay, so fifth basic sin for the clueless boss. Dishonest. Dishonest. Generally, a clueless boss's dishonesty is reactionary, and it's reactionary because remaining ignorant in a leadership position will always put you in a situation to lie about what you have or haven't done, do or do not know, both to your superiors and your subordinates. Because if you're going to make the sin of remaining clueless, you're just going to find yourself having to tell a whole lot of lies. It just is what it is, right? Because you're going to be questioned. You got that title for a reason. Someone has to take the fall for what goes uh, wrong it's just like someone gets to get the accolades for what goes right okay now listen some just just honing in on some of the characteristics of this clueless boss right so the unskilled boss is all too popular if leadership were a country right the clueless bosses would be the majority of this country right So many bosses fail when it comes to staying abreast of how things actually work. And no, before you get to thinking, I don't believe that in order to be a leader or a boss that you need to be the best at the actual job or know it through and through, right? The other layer that contributes to this majority is the age-old hiring of like unqualified acquaintances at leadership level. Right. They just fail at getting to know the people they work with. And this further fuels the ignorance. This serial killing boss will throw his or her subordinates under the bus at any moment. They lack loyalty, compassion and connectivity. They are reactive and not proactive. And they are also, again, I go back to habitual liars and they're very uh, dishonest. That's just part of that character of not knowing. You know, we call them out in these streets, right, or out in the world. You know what we call them, you know, BSers. They're the bullshitters, right? Have you ever met someone who just bullshit their way? I mean, just through anything. They can bullshit their way right, right to the top, if you will. All off a ton of bullshit. And you know with every fiber in your being that they are freaking clueless don't have any idea what's going on and you can't for the life of you understand why the people that are the decision makers and the and the and the, and the salary payers cannot see through this bullshit as well as you can right a quick answer they don't want to see it they don't want to see it they like this person they, they like the bullshit that's what they want right so it isn't all on you Now, I do find it a little unfair that of all the experts and all of their collective knowledge, all the leadership gurus out there, many of whom I love and respect and have brought many of your books and probably came to your workshops, okay, no shade, right? But I find it a little unfair that of all the experts out there working on this particular subject for years and years, even before my time, that this is the only option explored when it comes to the clueless boss and what option is that 
because most of the gurus that have written books about this, they will tell you to manage up. When you say to them, look, I have a boss, they completely are clueless, they don't know what they're doing, look, they they came in, they've been entrusted with this position, they'll go, well, you know, kind of manage up, you know, tell them what you need, Um, set your meetings with them and just ask for a meeting and ask questions of what needs to be done, you know, keep notes and, and save emails and, and do everything that you can, uh, excuse me. Why is it that I have to not only do my role, but now I have to be the boss shadowing the real boss and faking it because we all know the real boss is incompetent and clueless, but I need to manage them technically so I can manage myself. I mean, can you see where I'm going? A cluster. Okay. It's unfair. It is jaw dropping. It's jaw dropping. Right. That a lazy, incompetent boss can report to work every day, never learn the job, and potentially lead a department or organization right into the crapper, all while their subordinates stand by and document it. All of us have to come together to explore other possibilities. This cannot be the only answer. Where is the clueless boss's boss? And how can we motivate them to hold this bad boss accountable? What can we do to ensure someone who reports to this bad boss doesn't unfairly lose their job or be forced to leave a job that they love because of the antics of this clueless boss? Okay, true story, true story. And I'm taking excerpts from my book. If you if you hear those pages, it's the real deal. I wrote it, right? So... Why Why uh, try to say it a different way? I've already written it brilliant, written it brilliantly, might I add. No, but seriously, so there's a Latin proverb that says, it is absurd that a man should rule others who cannot rule himself. And when I was writing and researching to write this book years ago, I interviewed lots of people. I started with some coworkers, friends, family, and it just carried on. I would write a lot at Starbucks. Oh, I miss sitting in Starbucks on my laptop drinking two to three cups of coffee. I miss it so much. And if you've been living under a rock, we are in the midst of a pandemic and quarantine and yada, yada, yada. So I'm not able to go in Starbucks. But anywho, interview lots and lots of people. So one of the persons that I interviewed, um, his name was Anthony. And I asked all my interviewees the same question. Tell me about your best boss and your worst boss. And so here's a true interview from someone who has experienced a clueless boss. And here's what Anthony said for his best boss. He said, Sarah had an open door policy at her real estate office. Her expectations were clear. She was firm, but fair. Sarah was real, very relatable, but never crossed the line. She was a nice person. And she taught us to use the chain of command by bringing issues to her first. She enforced the rules and we always felt respected. She promoted people quickly and frequently, and she knew how to make a decision. Anthony, tell me about your worst boss ever. At the tax office I once worked at, Tracy didn't know how to separate her business from her personal life. She didn't make her objectives or expectations clear. There were no work goals. She never knew how to fill out the workday report for her employees. Tracy was very unprofessional and unpolished. She seemed to be knowledgeable of some things, but could not articulate her, her ideas or knowledge effectively. 
I had lots of downtime at work and I had no idea what else could be done. Working for Tracy made me feel like I was always behind the eight ball. The experience of working for a clueless boss stifled my advancement opportunities and chipped away at my job confidence. End quote. Can you believe this? This Tracy at the tax office, clueless, clueless, ignorant boss, right, left an employee feeling this way. And this is what I mean when I say toxic bosses are really remnant of serial killers. They may not physically hang you, kill you, shoot you, stab you, whatever, murder you. But if you are murdering someone psychologically, if you're murdering their professional career, if you're murdering them emotionally, mentally, every day, you are, you are, you are a serial killer, okay? And this is why we need huge reform, huge awakening. We need to shake it. We need to crack the ground throughout every work sector and organization where leadership is represented at the police station, at the fire station, at the schoolhouse, at the bank, at the uh, mortgage company, at the you name it. There's a boss or a leadership system there that probably needs some reform. OK, so we're going to go ahead and get ready to go into the kicker and the chase. And let's talk about what 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 a fix would look like. Okay, Kim, you told me a lot about this clueless boss. As a matter of fact, a lot of stuff you said, said sounds familiar, either from a former life or the one I'm living in now. So what are some steps to getting this, you know, resolved? All right, let's get to it. We're going to go ahead. We're getting ready to go home, guys. It's time for the kicker and the chase. And we're getting ready to go home. And I just want to talk about, we've been talking about this clueless boss in this mini pod here. And I just want to go ahead and talk about what a fix could potentially look like, right? I just want to say to executive leaders, CEOs, uh, COOs, executive management, VPs, AVPs, EVPs, whatever, right? It is never okay to hire Mr. and Mrs. Clueless to lead your staff. If you absolutely must hire someone who knows nothing about the job at hand, then you must equip them with a learning plan and timeline to commit to request follow through on those milestones and provide a subject matter expert as a point of contact for the new boss until they gain their footing. You've got to be committed to the process of getting them up to par. It's not okay to just plug someone in because you interviewed them and you like them and you like their personality or you know them from way back when when y'all used to work together and they got experience and so you or they don't have experience. So you got to make them a leader of 20, 30, 40, 100 people and then you just leave it. It's not okay. A manager once suggested to me, that the way to deal with a clueless boss was to talk to your boss and offer additional help where they are weakest. And here's my concern with this advice. It doesn't guarantee a win for me, the subordinate, or you, the subordinate. Will this boss appreciate or recognize the subordinate in action, in deeds, in a raise, promotion, comp time, off? No. Will this serial killer support them behind closed doors, stand up for them, or speak well of them out of their presence? I doubt it. Helping them could essentially make you a target, especially if the clueless boss becomes fearful that you can take their spot because they're in 
insecure and you seem to be the know of the person who knows what they're doing and knows what's going on, right? Even worse, you could end up doing their job and yours with zero recognition and zero financial reward. There are just too many variables to that piece of advice that could go wrong for the subordinate. And that's why I don't support it. To which this manager's reply for me was draw clear lines between your workload and your bosses or just find another job, right? Because that's what I say. Clear lines or find another job. Every employee has the right, the right to work in a place where they will grow in responsibility. They will grow financially. They will grow professionally and they will also grow in character. So if you find poor leadership within any organization, rest assured, you'll also find unfair compensation, discrimination, frustrated workers, poor quality of work, among other career dream killers. The list goes on and on. What really sucks about this outcome is that today we live in an information age where bad news travels instantly, thereby allowing competitors to profit from your organization's lack of healthy leadership so here's what I got for you from my perspective and being a a fan an expert whatever you want to call me a guru a lifelong student of all things leadership because it's what I love leadership is my thing okay in short here's what I say are some detours for avoiding the basic sins of the clueless boss you got to listen If you're this person and and you found yourself, you are not damned to hell. There is time. If you're hearing my voice, you heard this podcast, you go, you know what? Oh, my gosh, I've found myself in one or two of those characteristics of the clueless boss. I don't want to be that person. I care about people. I want my people to be great. I want them to think well of me and respect me. Well, listen up. Okay. If that is you, one for the fix. You need to be a better listener. Information is always being shared within the workplace. So just be present and like pay attention. And when more experienced people are talking, you don't want to be trying to talk too. shut up. Listen, take notes. Huh? leads me to my next point. Take notes. <laughs> don't rely on your memory. It is perfectly fine to take notes. So you have a reference point for the information that you're gaining. Right. Because most likely you're going to need it again. Ask questions. This is a third one. Ask questions. Don't allow pride or fear of judgment to leave you in the dark. When you don't know something, you need to ask and ask until the answer has been proven effective. And lastly, build rapport. And this is different. I know I talked about don't be trying to be no treat nobody like a shadow boss and, and sneak and be manipulative and get their ideas. But rapport is important when you're the new kid on the block. Build rapport, get to know your coworkers, especially those who are veterans within the company and get to know them for the purpose of learning from them. And don't be shady about it. Let them know, look, this landed on my desk. I'm still trying to gain my footing here in this new industry. And I was wondering if you could give me some insight or help me or whatever. Be honest. You're learning from them, you know, and give them their proper accolades when the time comes. When you're in your 90-day uh, one-on-one with your boss and they're going, how are things going? How You let them know. You know what? I'm learning. I've learned so much. And you know what? Bob over in finance helped me. Sally over in uh, claims. You know, she was been instrumental. Like, do the right thing, you know? And I close with this quote. A competent leader can get efficient service from poor troops 
while on the contrary, an incapable leader can demoralize the best of troops. And that is by John J. Pershing. And listen, it's been real. You've just heard about the clueless boss. If you found yourself there (laughs) or you can recognize that in your workforce and you are an executive leader, call me. Okay, it's been real. Don't be clueless. Be a leader that builds, not a leader that kills. Okay, can't wait to talk to y'all again soon. Remember, love, learn, lead, and then repeat. I'm your favorite leader, Kimbretta. Boss babe, and your next best decision, call me. I love y'all. Thank you so much for listening, watching, and sharing. Follow me on all social media platforms at Kimbretta, K-I-M-B as in beautiful, R-E-T-T-A. Follow me also and listen to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. See you soon.